today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Wow, there's a reminder of another thing we lost during this global pandemic. Oh, man, Ticats fans unite. Uh, get ready. Uh, Going to be a barn burner of a season, although a, a little shorter, but heck, uh, anything's better than nothing. And the CFL is returning with a 14-game schedule uh, this year, kicking off uh, August 5th, concludes with the Grey Cup in the Hammer, December 12th. Uh, Ticats against Winnipeg for their first game. That will be in the peg. That's August 5th, and the home, omer, uh, home opener for Hamilton is the Monday Labor Day Classic, which uh, against the Argos. So that's that's going to be a fabulous way to uh, start the home opener. Let's bring in CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. He is with us now. Randy, thanks for the time. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm good, Scott. It's good to join you. Thanks for having me on today. How difficult was it to set up this schedule? Why was it constructed the way it is? Uh, Ticats uh, on the road for the first three games. How did you arrive at all this? Yeah, there uh, there was as part of the planning process the conversations with uh, with health authorities across uh, you know our six CFL provinces, really trying to understand kind of where they were uh, uh, in the journey around uh, around the health and safety plan for our players, and then um, you know getting fans to return to stadiums. It led us to it led us to uh, uh, with a with a plan to shift more of our games uh, in that very early stage of the season to the West and then have those games introduced into, into Ontario uh, uh, later in August and, and into September. So it was complicated. Uh, schedules are always a challenge. It was more complicated this year, but boy, I can't wait for August the 5th to see the Ticats head to Winnipeg for you know, what will be a, a delayed rematch from the, the 29 Grey Cup. And I know the Ticats will be, uh, will be hungry to get back on the field. Uh, they obviously have a very good, uh, very good team. And I expect, uh, expect a great game between two very, very good football teams. All right, let's talk about fans in the stands, and I guess that obviously depends on individual uh, provincial uh, directives and such, but who decides that, and, and any idea how many we will see for, for example, Labor Day? Yeah, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing exploration. It's a combination of what, the, you know, of what the provincial health authorities are determining, the local, uh, the local health authorities in each community. There'll be a real collaboration there. Uh, obviously, at some level, at, at a, I'd say significant is uh, this continued push to get uh, to get all Canadians vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can. That's going to be very helpful. So there's a lot of things that'll go into it. There's no, there's certainly no pat answer today. I think as we come to as we come to appreciate in the pandemic speak, uh, very few things are absolute and very few things are absolutely certain. So it's an, you know, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing question, but uh, our governors felt comfortable and confident that uh, we will see fans returning to our stadiums in, in, in reasonable quantities. And boy, I can't wait for Labor Day, uh, you know, at, uh, at Tim Hortons Field, because again, I think it'll be a cause for a celebration. Uh, we know that uh, obviously having butts in the seats is is a great form of revenue and the way that these teams generate money. How much is it going to cost uh, teams of the league by by slowly ramping this up and not having fans in initially? 
Well, it's certainly, you know, it's not ideal. And I think you'd have to look to uh, and acknowledge the incredible commitment that's been made by our, uh, you know, by the owners, the governors to to get this season started. And, you know, I don't think you have to, if you're looking for a a local hero, I don't think you have to look much uh, beyond uh, Bob Young Hmm. and his partner, uh, Scott Mitchell, uh, for, you know, the commitment they've made to, you know, getting the CFL back on its feet in 2021. It's uh, it's not going to be a great year financially, uh, but they felt so strongly and they were real leaders in, in pressing to uh, have as robust a season as we can. So, you know, it, it's going to be a little rough, uh, you know, for the owners and the governors, uh, you know, from a financial point of view, but so great for CFL fans and so great for our league to be back playing. Uh, obviously, the uh, the goal is to have uh, as many people vaccinated with their second dose in Canada by September. Uh, that obviously means as time goes by, things can get actually quite, you know, quite uh, can quite uh, turn around for the league. Uh, obviously, the Grey Cup in December. Uh, what do you think the chances are? And I know there's no answer to this question. Uh, what do you think the chances are of having full capacity in, in the hammer for the Grey Cup come December? Well, Scott, I'm just going to play my optimism card and tell you that, uh, you know, by December the 12th, Tim Hortons Field in the amazing city of Hamilton. And can you just imagine the national celebration we can have? Uh, our great, our great championship playing, you know, being played in Hamilton with a full stadium. And really it, it will, it can be, it can truly be a moment for all Canadians to celebrate that as tough as it has been. And there's certainly been a lot of hardship uh, along the way, but it would be a chance to truly celebrate as a nation. And I can't think of a better way to celebrate the, uh, you know, the, the, the resilience of Canadians uh, better than a great cup game in Hamilton on December the 12th. Man, I can imagine how fans are feeling just, you know, with the August 5th start and then the the first home opener, the home opener being uh, the Labor Day Classic. Man, I mean, I'm sure a lot of fans are having a hard time just even getting past that, let alone what's going to happen in December. And as you said, I think it's going to be like New Year's Eve. Uh, what about the logistics of all of this? Testing, players, coaches, officials, you know, all the logistics that need to be done. And we've seen with all sports teams trying to keep everybody safe. Yeah, it's complicated and it will, uh, it will certainly be a different, it'll certainly be a different, uh, environment. Uh, having said that, I can, can tell you that the work that was done by our health and safety, uh, committee, uh, has been incredibly detailed. Uh, you know, the preparations that'll go into for training camp, all of the pre-work, uh, the collaboration with the CFLPA to make sure that, uh, you know, we can work together to, to make, uh, to, to create an environment that's as safe as, as possible for everyone in the, uh, you know, in the training camp environment. All of those things together, uh, have, uh, will certainly, you know, tell it's going to be different. It's not going to be a normal, you know, training camp with players, um, you know, coming and going. There'll be, there'll be more stringent controls. Uh, but I know our players want to play, our coaches want to coach, and our fans want to cheer for, you know, cheer for their uh, favorite CFL team. And I know in Hamilton, they want to cheer for the Ticats. So it's going to be worth the effort. It's going to be harder, but it's going to be worth the effort. Obviously, last year, uh, no season. What have you learned over the last year? What's been the biggest challenge just making this even happen? 
Well, I think the biggest challenge, and you know, we all face it every day, is just the uh, the long list of unknowns, the uncertainty, the uh, what's going to come next, and just when you know, just when you think you know the answer to the question, they change the question, and I think that's been, you know, that's been the challenge. You know, part of part of this exercise, Scott, if I can, is is not to lose sight of uh, of who we are and what we believe, and I think sometimes your confidence can wane. You know, like a lot of disappointment when we didn't have a 2020 season. But I think we should, you know, step back and acknowledge that uh, Wimbledon, one of the great sports events in the world, uh, wasn't played in 2020. The Canadian Open, uh, which would have been played Mm -hmm. this last weekend, got canceled for two years in a row. And the Olympics, perhaps the penultimate sporting event on the planet, uh, didn't, didn't, uh, you know, didn't go in 2020. And and frankly, even it's... uh, even its future in 2021 is uh, is in question. And sometimes I think we feel, maybe it's being Canadian, right? Maybe we just kind of feel uh, the need to be super hard on ourselves. Uh, but what I'm, what I'm, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of uh, the governors. I'm really proud to work with our, with our team presidents to, to work with Scott and Matt and Hamilton and, and, uh, and, and everyone across the country. I think we, I think we do have a lot to be proud of. Uh, we've learned a lot, and uh, and now we're ready to play CFL football. CFL returning this season uh, with a 14-game schedule. Kicks off August 5th. The Ticats will be in the peg for that game. And then the home opener, the Labor Day Classic, and, of course, the 108th edition of the Grey Cup in Hamilton on December 12th. Great news. CFL returning with a 14-game schedule. Joining us, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. Randy, thanks so much for the time. Good luck moving forward with this. Yeah, and Scott, best wishes to you and your family and all your listeners. Get vaccinated, and uh, and let's get back to having some fun and uh, watching some football. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.